I'm Jenny Rerick. I'm Jay Weedle. And you're listening to the Fit to Speak podcast. A show dedicated to giving coaches and trainers practical tips on how to communicate what they know in a way other people understand. Hi there. Today it is just me, Jenny. Glad to have you here. And in this episode, I am going to be talking about speaking skills. When I say speaking skills, you probably have an immediate thought on what that means. And I assume it looks something like you being in a formal environment where you're speaking to a group of people or maybe you're giving a presentation. My first challenge to you is to broaden that perspective of what shows up in your mind when I say speaking skills, because you are speaking from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. And in that window, eight plus hours of that window are you speaking through your title as a professional, whether you're a trainer, a coach, a physical therapist, an athletic trainer, maybe a chiropractor, maybe some administrator or in an administrative role, the way you speak has a tremendous impact in two areas of your life. The first is how you see yourself and the second is how others see you. Here's what I mean by that. You use your speaking skills as a tool to communicate your identity with others. Let's say I struggle with self-confidence or maybe I have doubts about whatever I'm talking about. If I do, you are going to hear that in the way I speak. I'll likely speak at a lower volume or my volume will trail off at the end of my sentences. I'll probably have a somewhat flat tone. Maybe I'll hold my hands together as I speak. Maybe I use a lot of filler words or what I call hedging language, such as, Kind of, sort of, maybe. But when you hear me speak like this, you will judge me. Now, not necessarily in a negative way, but more so in the way that the way I'm speaking is going to form an opinion for you of who you think I am or the type of person I am. And you're doing that simply by reading my body language, hearing the way I'm using my voice, and then comparing those two things against the words that you hear me saying. That judgment that you make about my speaking will then impact how you respond to me. And your response is going to give me information about myself. If that information reinforces this idea of the type of person I think I am, in this example that would be shy or insecure, I will continue to communicate in this way, likely, because that's how a shy or insecure person person speaks. To stop for a moment and recap, there are two things going on. Number one, the way I speak is impacting my perception of myself. And number two, the way I speak is impacting how you are perceiving me. Now imagine this. Imagine I learn a few things about how my body language and the way my voice sounds impact how people are receiving me. And I learned that some of those things are giving people an impression of me that I feel is wrong or ineffective, or it's going to prevent me from being able to do my job or get what I want out of my work. And because I understand how my body language and voice are impacting the perceptions of me, I decide to manage or take control of those things because they are controllable. 
I can choose to speak louder if I want. I can choose how I sound when I finish my thoughts. I can choose what I do with my hands when I speak. I can choose not to use filler words or hedging language. Then, the next time I talk to you, you hear my voice clearly. You hear me speaking with some enthusiasm or energy. You notice I'm facing you with an open posture. All of a sudden, your perception of me begins to shift. Because how you see me speaking and how you hear my voice are now reflective of somebody who is self-confident. As a result, your response to me shifts. I notice you're smiling as I'm speaking. I notice you're sharing more with me than you normally do, or that our conversation is going on longer than they used to. And that feels really good. I begin to feel good about myself. I begin to wonder if that identity I had of being shy or insecure is really who I am, or if it's just simply what I've always known. Now, I've simplified this process a bit, but it is how we interact with ourselves and others. If you think about it, you are judging people on a daily basis simply by the way they speak. The struggle I face with fit to speak is showing how speaking skills like the ones I've described aren't just for formal speaking events or presentations. If you're a trainer, a coach, a gym owner, a physical therapist, an athletic trainer, you name it, your speaking, the way you speak, is how you are communicating who you are and what you do. It is the tool you use to do your job. But here's the kicker. The way you speak feels personal. Many of us have married our identity to the way we speak. To consider adjusting the way we speak in any way feels like we're moving in the direction of being insincere. But really, all of your speaking is a bunch of habits. And your habits are not who you are. Your habits are just habits. But when you bring those habits into the conscious mind, and you maybe decide to change a few of them because they're not serving you, those new habits aren't, at least initially, they're not going to feel like you. They're going to feel extremely uncomfortable and unnatural. But all new habits feel uncomfortable and unnatural. A really good example to contextualize this idea is Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods went pro in the year 1996. In the span of his 25-plus year professional career, he has changed his golf swing three times. And I'm not just talking about small adjustments, but structural overhauls. He has completely revamped his swing over his career three times. Doing something like this is unthinkable to most players. Why would you risk changing something so fundamental without knowing what's on the other side? But if you were to ask Tiger Woods, his answer was simple. His swing wasn't allowing him to be as effective as he wanted to be. So he would accept the fact that he was going to take a few steps back as he built this new swing from scratch, knowing that those steps back would be what led to massive steps forward, propelling him beyond where he was previously, which at the time he probably felt was at the top of his game. What does this have to do with you? I'm challenging you to consider rebuilding your swing. How can you be sure that you're being as effective as you could be with your current speaking skills? 
Are there changes you can make in the way you show up physically and vocally when you speak that will positively impact how you feel about yourself, how other people feel about you, the status of your relationships with those people, and where you can take your career? I want to take a moment here and let this lead into telling you about a speaking skills workshop I'm running at the end of October on October 22nd at Confidence Fitness in Attleboro, Massachusetts. This workshop is one I created to help coaches, trainers, physical therapists, anyone in the fitness, health, or sports space to rebuild their swing. The workshop, it's 10 hours over one day where we break down and build up all of your speaking skills from scratch one at a time. There are six speaking skills, three of which are related to your body language and the other three related to your voice. For each, we first talk about how you might use it, so the spectrum of how that skill can be used, and then you get the opportunity to work in both small groups and large groups, some of which are recorded and deliberately put to practice how you want that habit to look so that you can have the effect you want or be perceived in the way that you want. And you do that over the course of the 10 hours. And that's what the day is. It's a day of deliberate practice. By the end of the workshop, you leave knowing not only how to evaluate yourself when it comes to your speaking skills, but how to manage your body language and your voice with purpose so that you can begin to take control or influence how people perceive you. Because we want to be perceived by the people we work with in all different sorts of ways. I don't want to be perceived by the gym owner that I worked for in the same way that my 12-year-old athletes perceive me. I want to be able to flex my personality and tune up or tune down certain aspects of the way I speak to relate to those people based on who they are, what their expectations of me, where I want to take that relationship. So I would love to have you join me. That workshop is on Saturday, October 22nd at Confidence Fitness in Attleboro, Massachusetts, which is about 50 minutes south of Boston. If you are ready to get some real work in, you can learn more and register by visiting www.fit-to-speak.com slash, that's a forward slash, offerings. And for the next two weeks only, I'm giving podcast listeners $100 off the registration fee. So if you want to take advantage of that offer, you can use the code podcast, which is all lowercase letters, at checkout. And I'd love to have you join me. That's what I've got. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the show. As this is a podcast about communication, we value and welcome your input, any feedback you have and questions about how we could make the show even better for you. We'd love it if you click the link in the show notes to do so.